0: You could not have made a statement more in accord with them." He looked at them for a moment, and then went on. Dr. Morse had made up his mind finally to interview this woman. He had placed the letters in his handbag and was preparing for the trip, when you to Stella, convinced him that he was making a mistake, and succeeded in obtaining his consent that Warwick make the journey with the letters instead. Am I right? you are replied warwick i had known this woman in explanation she heard of my intended marriage with miss corbin claimed that she was my wife and forged certain letters to substantiate her claim the entire matter was absurd though dr morse chose to regard it seriously but at last he did consent to giving me the letters permitting me to seek out the woman and force her to tell the truth "'I see,' said Ashton Kirk. "'It was while upon a landing of the back stairs "'that you were told that the letters were in the handbag in the library, "'and you at once went to get them, "'meaning to catch the next New York train. "'Miss Corbin went as far as the lower hall with you, "'then returned to her room. "'You entered the library. "'It was dark. "'A sound attracted you in the rear room. "'You went toward it, and as you gained the doorway, you saw a woman with the bag in her hand step out of the low window to the lawn. You were there, cried Warwick. No, smiled Ashton Kirk. Some of the things which I have told you were seen or heard. Others I have gathered from signs. I have merely connected all of these by reasoning out what must have occurred To bring about the results that followed i did see a woman step out upon the lawn said warwick and i followed her of course said the secret agent you knew it was a woman who had brought the letters to dr morse and that you had not seen her is shown by the fact that you suspected that the woman with the bag was the same you fancied that she had somehow learned of Dr. Morse's intention to turn the letters over to you, and in fear of what you might do, and knowing that the letters were palpable forgeries, she had effected an entrance to the house and was trying to make off with them. If it occurred to you that she had been exceedingly quick to gain her information, and had suspiciously little trouble getting into the house, you might have suspected the collusion of Dr. Morse. As you had a deep-seated aversion to him, This thought would have been natural enough. As a matter of fact, said Warwick, slowly, what you say is practically the truth. But—and there was a strong curiosity in his voice— it is not possible that you have reasoned your way to this. Ashton Kirk smiled. Most things to which we are unaccustomed seem difficult, replied he. This particular conclusion was arrived at very simply. It is based upon the fact that you did not give an alarm. Had you thought the woman was a housebreaker, you would not have contented yourself with taking the bag from her and watching her make away. And as young Warwick was staring, deeply struck by this explanation, the secret agent continued. But tell me, What made you re-enter by the window after she had gone? To have an understanding with Dr. Morse. But I got no further than the back room when I changed my mind. That would wait, but the railroad wouldn't. If I became involved in a quarrel with him, I might miss the train. Ah, I saw your tracks upon the window sill, showing that you had gone in that way as well as come out. But your reasons puzzled me. He will observe, smiling. There are some things for which I cannot supply the answer. I passed around the back of the house just as the newspaper said, spoke Warwick, and leaped the fence. I did this to save time. I had no idea what the hour was and did not wish to be late. It was then that the Japanese saw you, said Ashton Kirk. Okiu sent one of his men to follow you thinking something was in the wind. It was this man who was afterward found dead in your room at the New York hotel. He got into the room during my momentary absence, stated Warwick, who now seemed not at all backward in rendering help. I came upon him just as he had slashed the bag open and removed the letters. These I snatched from him, and as he leaped at me, I knocked him down. In a rage at his defeat, He then killed himself, Japanese fashion, before my eyes. Knowing that I should be held for an explanation of this, and not wishing to become involved in a delay at that time, I managed to slip from the hotel without being seen. Later I saw the account of Dr. Morse's death in the newspapers, and learned that my sudden and secret departure had caused me to be suspected. But I determined not to make my whereabouts known until I completed the business which took me to New York this i did very effectually after i found the woman i had sought then i returned first said ashton kirk you communicated with miss corbin made certain arrangements with her on the telephone and then paid a visit you had probably recognized the japanese of the hotel room as one whom you had seen about Okius. this had aroused a suspicion in you that probably Okiyu knew more of certain things than any anyone else. "'What you have said is quite correct,' said the young man, composedly. First, I intended making an open visit to the Japanese, and made my way to his house for that purpose. But I saw you entering at the front door and changed my mind. Miss Corbin had spoken of you with some suspicion over the telephone. I thought it best to take no chances, and at the same time i wanted to learn more about the japanese and your apparent intimacy with them so i entered secretly from the rear of the house however i had not gone further than the first floor when i came upon you in the dark ashton kirk laughed and touched the patch of plaster with a fingertip you strike a sharp blow he said but tell me what had okiu to say when we burst through the door into the lighted apartment. Warwick shook his head. "'There was no one there. "'I saw that it would not do to leave you, "'so I lifted you and carried you out of the house by the rear door. "'I meant to call attention to you, "'and after gaining the lawn behind the house of Dr. Morse, "'I heard someone opening a door. "'I placed you upon the ground and stepped back. "'It was Drevenoff who came out.' and he found you almost instantly.' "'I thank you,' said Ashton Kirk. "'Not only for that good service, but for your willingness to speak.' He turned to the girl and added, "'Perhaps it would help matters greatly if you were equally willing. Believe me, Okiu had his reasons for implanting suspicion in your mind against me.' He was quite right if he told you that I was searching for the paper concealed in the scapular. I knew that it was in your uncle's possession after my first visit to Fordham Road, and made up my mind to have it. But murder is not my business. I gain my ends by other means. Tell me, said the girl, and she bent a little toward him. Have you gained your end in this case? I have, returned the secret agent. She gave a little gasp. It was you, then, who took the scapula from me at the embassy. He laughed and shook his head. No, he answered. It was not. It came to my possession only about a half hour ago. He looked at her for a moment, and then went on. I will not ask how it came into your possession, or, rather, how you knew of its being in the candlestick, for I already know. You know? She arose, her face white. He nodded. Yes. And here his voice sank. I also know who killed your uncle. Her hand went out, trembling. Her face was so bloodless that Warwick sprang up, alarmed. You are sure? she asked, quaveringly. Again, the secret agent nodded. I am quite sure, he said.